is so wonderful and special to be here with you guys this morning. Thank you for having us. Um, try not to cry the whole service or the whole worship time because I was like, oh God, this is so special to be here. My goodness, every time I come here, I want to cry. What is this? <laughs> so we feel so honored and so loved. So thank you guys for having us. We wanted just to have a special time of testimony Sunday, if that's okay with you guys, and share some things that God is doing in Colombia. Um, for those of you that don't know, this is little Samuel. Sammy, say hi. Hi. Say, <laughs> say good morning. Good morning. Say God bless you. God bless you. Oh, okay, now go see Grandma. <laughs> so um, so we are so excited to be here. Um, but God has been doing a lot of stuff in Colombia. It's been a beautiful time. It has not been the easiest time. It has been a, a, a squeeze situation, especially in Colombia with um, the quarantining. And it's not like it is in the States. Let me just tell you guys, it's, it's very different. And we'll explain a little bit of that to you. Um, so we came prepared with pictures and videos and some things. So we're going to show one of the videos. Hi, babes. Pero venga. Lucho is going to share a little bit too. Um, but it's a, little, it's a little, come on, just bring him up if he's not wanting. He wants to be held by mom and dad, you know, because he knows us most. So it's kind of hard. But go ahead, babe. We're very excited to be here in Othello. La presencia de Dios es increíble acá en este lugar. The presence of the Lord is incredible here in this place. Como decía mi esposa, lo que está ocurriendo en Colombia no es igual a lo que se vivía acá. As my wife said, what's happening here in the states is different than what's happening in Colombia. El año pasado. Last year. Teníamos muchas expectativas por lo que Dios iba a hacer. We had a lot of expectancy what God was going to do. Y vimos que todo fue completamente diferente. And then we realized that everything que changed and was very different, as most of you guys did too. Pero sabemos que Dios siempre tiene el control. But we know that God is always in control. En el 2019 le pedimos una palabra a Dios. And in 2019 we asked the Lord for a word. Y Él nos daba Lucas 1.37. And He gave us Luke 1.37. Um, que para el que cree... Todo le es posible. For him who that believes, everything is possible. Y yo le preguntaba al Señor por qué esa palabra. And I said, Lord, why that word? Y teníamos muchas promesas de que el 2020. And we had a lot of promises from the Lord that 2020. Era el año de la cosecha. Was the year of harvest. Y cuando llegó el el tiempo del confinamiento. And when de the, when the confinement hit in Colombia. Colombia eran 40 días mm -hmm. encerrados. It was 40 straight days of without leaving your home. Let me, let, that makes me get un tris. And I'm talking about like police cars out in the streets with megaphones saying, do not leave your home, stay in your home. And I, I remember hearing like a guy getting, like having his dog go to the bathroom and the police officer saying for the megaphone, sir, your dog has already done his duty, go back inside your home. Like that type of like hardcore confinement going on. Y entonces cuando eh, yo le preguntaba al Señor, como bueno, 
¿Y cómo va a ser esa cosecha? And he's like, Lord, how are we going to get this harvest? Pero volví a Lucas 1:37. But I went back to Luke 1:37. Y me hablaba para el que cree todo es posible. For he that believes all things is possible. Nothing is impossible. Eh, y llegó el momento en donde le preguntamos al Señor como Dios, danos una estrategia. And we said, Lord, just give us a strategy. Show us what to do. Y Dios nos mostraba eh, lo que dice en Primera de Crónicas acerca de la tribu de Isaacar. And God uh, spoke to us um, through First uh, Chronicles about the tribe of Issachar. Que era una tribu que entendía los tiempos. That they understood the times. Y Dios nos decía, tienen que entender los tiempos. And God was speaking to us, you have to understand the times. Y decíamos, bueno, vamos a usar las redes. We said, okay, Lord, well then I guess we're just going to have to use um, well, Zoom. Más que todo. We're going to have to use Zoom. Mm -hmm. Cuando eh, empezamos a hacer las reuniones que teníamos presenciales por Zoom. So when we switched the meetings from um, presential meetings, being present with each other, to being online. Vimos que toda la gente estaba conectando. We saw that everyone was connecting. <laughs> Empezaron a llegar muchas personas nuevas. And then all of a sudden new people start coming. <laughs> empezamos a ver milagros. And then we start seeing miracles online. <laughs> yeah. Y yo decía, Dios, tú eres grande. And we said, Lord, you are so big. Mm -hmm. Y para el que cree todo es posible. And for him that are possible. A Dios no lo limita el internet. God is not limited by, by para, internet. Dios, para Dios no hay límites. There are no limits with God. Él es todopoderoso. And he is all powerful. Y vimos tantos milagros durante ese tiempo. And we saw so many miracles going on during that time. Iniciamos estudios bíblicos. And we started doing um, daily Bible studies. Hemos crecido mm -hmm. mucho en la palabra. And just growing in the word. Mm -hmm. Ya terminamos de estudiar todo el el Nuevo Testamento. Uh, casi. casi. Yeah. Vamos, so we, falta los evangelios. Yeah, we went from, um, from in 2020 we were able to go from Acts to Revelations verse by verse, reading them out loud so we'd read the word, interpret the word, pray the word online with everybody. So I mean, there's a lot of chapters and verses to go through. So go, we went from Acts to Revelations, finished that and and just finished up um, the beginning of this year John. Mhm. Mm y Vamos a ver un par de testimonios. And we're going to see some testimonies up here. Queríamos que fueran más, pero por el tiempo. We wanted to share more, but we have to, you know, condense it because of time. Good job. He recognizes a dad when he sees one. <laughs> this, this young lady, her name is Allison. And Allison, I um, had a mentored previously in Columbia when she was going to Bible school. And then she had fallen away from the Lord hardcore for, for several years. And then um, when Lucho and I, um, I think it was just a couple years back, we visited her in a, um, a psych ward. She had been, um, she had been um, having um, some clinical treatments done and they had her um, in a psych ward for I don't know how many months. So Lucha and I visited her, we ministered to her, and then she was doing good for a while, fell away from the Lord. But then during this quarantine, she came back to the Lord completely on fire. And God just really delivered her from so many obstacles and situations. So she's going to talk a little bit about what happened in quarantine. She goes kind of fast, so you might have to just uh, play and pause so I can translate what she's saying. Familia de la Fe, mi nombre es Alison. Un poco de lo que Dios hizo por mí en cuarentena fue hacer un rescate total. Una so she says, my name is Alison, and what the Lord did for me during the quarantine was just a complete and total rescue. Anoche, 
eh, más exactamente el 20 de septiembre del 2020, Jesús me rescató. Tw um, exactly the 20th of September 2020, God rescued me. Yo me había quedado sin empleo, estaba viviendo en un apartamento solo con mi hermano. So el, I lost my job. Um, I was living in an apartment alone with my brother at the time. Tiene problemas con el alcohol y, y dificultades acá judiciales. So I had um, problems with alcohol and I was also going through some judicial problems. Pero más allá de eso, mi corazón estaba lejos de papá. And so, even further than that, my heart was far away from the father. Estaba lejos de porque tenía problemas con drogas, sexo. Because eh, I was having some problems with drugs and sex and trago, muchas cosas. Se va una vida muy desordenada a pesar de que conozco. De Jesús como mi señor y mi salvador desde hace nueve años. Yo, so, although I had known Jesus as my Lord and Savior nine years before, no estaba viendo en obediencia. I wasn't y living in obedience. Noche Jesús me rescató porque en medio de un conflicto armado, de violencia. Um, so th that night, um, on the 20th, God rescued me. There was an armed conflict going on um, with guns and stuff, and literally God saved her <laughs> that, that night. Mm -hmm. Él me defendió. And God defended y me. esa noche yo descubrí que no importa el caos que haya a tu alrededor, Jesús es tu refugio. And I realized that no matter what the chaos is going on around you, Jesus is your refuge. He is your defender and he will always fight for you. And that's my testimony. And a safe place isn't just like a house. Not even the police. Tu defensor Your es Dios. Is God. Y ese es mi testimonio. Él es mi lugar seguro, él es mi refugio, él es pelea por mí, él es quien trae paz, y quien ayuda mi vida, quien satisface todos And mis deseos. Feliz día para todos. Have a great day. Familia de la fe. So, that is Allison. <coughs> So we are so happy, and and now she's you know she's just going around evangelizing everybody she can, and she's she's really just a little little fireball right now. So we're so happy to see what God and literally God God has saved that girl's life like a hundred times, <laughs> but that was like one of the ones where I think it was like the major wake up call. Like it's either Jesus or you're gonna die. <laughs> so so um, you know God knows how to meet us wherever we're at, <laughs> and God knows how to save us, and God knows how to, to set us free you know, because it was a long struggle with drugs and alcohol, and that led, led to some psychological problems, but now, I mean, you wouldn't even know that she went through all of that. So this next um, young lady, she, uh, her name is Danny, and she's a sweetie. She's also a little fireball for the Lord, and she talks very fast, so you're going to have to pause it, like, a lot more, um, because she's just like, um, but she's very excited to share, um, and she is finishing up her degree as a doctor. So she's had, um, has been having opportunities to share the Lord during, because I think she's doing like a practicum during the COVID season. So it's kind of interesting the opportunities that she's been able to have to minister to people as well as receive ministry. And um, I think she's going to share a little bit. Mi nombre es Daniela Osorio. Bueno, la cuarentena para mí ha sido... Okay, you might have to start again. Her, 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 she's a tiny bit muffled if there's any way to fix that. Maybe there's not, maybe it's the video. Mi 
Hola, mi nombre es Daniela Osorio. Bueno, la cuarentena para mí ha sido un tiempo sobrenatural. Okay, hi, my name is Daniela Osorio and this quarantine time has been a supernatural time for me. Nunca pensé conocer personas tan incondicionales con corazones tan genuinos como lo hice. I didn't believe that I would encounter people that are so un with unconditional love in kind of like this type of situation, you know. A través de un Zoom, pero Through, para Dios no hay límites. <laughs> Through a Zoom meeting, but with God there are no limits. <laughs> en, incluso con esas personas hacer equipo. En Even with the people that are in, involved in the, in the, in the Zoom meeting, uh -huh, the other people on the team. Uh -huh. Los tiempos de oración en la mañana hemos podido ver cómo hay un desarrollo de dones en cada... So we've been having um, five, so we've been doing 5 a.m. prayer from Monday to Friday on Zoom, and then in the evenings, um, almost every, not every evening, but almost every evening doing the Bible study. So she's talking about how the 5 a.m. prayer has really impacted her and um, God maturing the people that have been going to the 5 a.m. prayer and just hearing how they're, how they're even speaking differently and, and just growing spiritually. So she's saying that how you could um, meet someone on Zoom that before was very timid and very quiet and didn't know how to how to do anything, and then after some time in um, the morning prayer, all of a sudden they're praying out loud and they're really going for it and they're really entering in. Uh huh. Corazón es increíble ver eso. Hemos visto personas con COVID que han tenido una resolución de la enfermedad de una manera acelerada. Yep, amen. So she says we've seen people that have had COVID that have just recovered exponentially. Mm -hmm. And she's a doctor, so she knows, so it's kind of cool. It's like, haha, you know. Incluso también empezando los primeros meses de la cuarentena, nos llegó una noticia en medio de un estudio bíblico. So she's saying that um, something happened in the very beginning of the quarantine during a Bible study. De una chica que se había quitado la vida. Y resulta que empezamos a clamar juntos y es... So um, there was a, a young girl um, in Peru and she had tried to commit suicide and she jumped from a building and, um, and basically there was, looks like there was no hope. So during that Bible study, we all found out and we started praying for her and God <laughs> raised her from the dead during the Bible study. So she's sharing that testimony. That chica recobró su vida. También incluso como otros oran por tus sueños y se abren puertas. And then there's other things that when we've, we've prayed for, about for God to open doors and to fill dreams, and God has actually been opening doors and fulfilling those dreams. So right now, she got a special offer from the government to help be, it's kind of like a youth influencer, but with the government. And they're going to give her opportunities to present proposals to do outreach towards the youth. But obviously, you know, we're not just, you know, anybody, and she's not just anybody, so we're, you know, trying to plan to see how this can be used for the Lord. So although she's, these are opportunities to meet, reach the youth, she also wants to talk to the governor about how it's not just um, normal needs, but also spiritual needs. So that was a door that just opened up, I mean, just recently. Estudio medicina nada que ver con la política y me dijeron, el 2021 vas a subirte al monte de la, del gobierno. Vas so she says it's nothing really on like the political side because she hasn't said anything about 
political stuff. She's a doctor, um, or going to be a doctor, certified doctor. So um, they're just talking about um, reaching and um, the government opening up that opportunity in, in 2021. Voy a empezar a conocer este campo, entonces estoy muy agradecida con Dios por lo que está haciendo y dispuesta por lo que se para lo que se viene. So I'm just so grateful for what God is doing right now and what for what God is going to do in the future. So this is, we have seen people get healed of stuff. We have seen things happen that don't make sense. We know why it makes sense. It's God. Um, we've seen God just open doors. And, and it's really funny because during the quarantine, a lot of people, especially in Colombia, it's been very hard to get any type of job. Even before the quarantine, it was hard for people to get a job. And we had about two or three people in our group that they needed a job. And during the quarantine, they got jobs. Like, that was like... <laughs> I mean, so supernatural because everyone was like losing jobs because they're cutting down people and our people are getting hired during the quarantine season. So that was such a miracle. Um, and then we have a couple pictures that I want to share. There's one picture, I think it's with a white background and a bunch of girls sitting down. Here we go. So this is our Bible study before quarantine. This was our last Bible study that we were able to have before the quarantine at our house. So here we all are. All of us girls are crammed inside, and all the boys are crammed outside. <laughs> so <laughs> we had a time where we were just doing ministry to girls and guys, so all of us girls are here. And um, it's, they're so awesome and so special, and each and every one of them have amazing testimonies and what God is doing and what God has done and what God is going to do. Um, so here's us, I didn't get the picture of Lucha with the guys outside, but here's us with, um, here's me, me with the girls. Here's one of our Zoom meetings. Um, they, you can only take so many pictures per, what is it, per um, screen, thank you, because you have to slide over. So here's one of the screens. Um, so here's another one of us on a different day. And then he, this was awesome. So right before we were able to fly out, um, we wanted to have a Christmas party. Um, and finally, it opened up so we could have a Christmas party. So we had to rent out this little building. And um, they had a limit on how many people that would be legally allowed in this building. Um, so the legal limit was 50. So we, I mean, we were right there at like 47. <laughs> and although some people weren't able to come, um, we had a really great time. And it was just a really, it was really beautiful to, after so many months of not seeing each other, you know, I mean, last time we saw each other together, like all of us together was in the very, when, I think it wouldn't say like February or March or beginning of March, end of February, right there. And then here's us in almost December, <laughs> finally, like seeing each other, you know. So it was really, really awesome um, just to be able to hug everyone's necks and just to love on everyone and, and to eat some good food too. <laughs> everyone was snacking and making foods and stuff. So that was really, really special. And then here's um, me with some of the girls before um, we're getting ready to fly out. Um, we wanted to have a little get together and the guys are in another one. Um, but we had a, uh, just a good time just, just being around people. I can't express how important it is for people to be around people. But when you're forcefully shut in, it's very hard. And it was very hard emotionally on a lot of girls. I don't see her there, but there was one girl um, she um, came to the Zoom meeting and was already planning on committing suicide. 
and she already had all of the ideas and everything, and it wasn't her first time trying, um, but this time she wanted to be successful. <laughs> and during the Zoom meeting, we just got a couple prophetic words and started ministering to her, and um, her mom just recently said, thank God that you had those Zoom meetings because I don't know if you would be with us today. And her mom's not a believer. She doesn't believe in God. She's very atheist. But um, it was so special to see that, you know, even the people that don't believe can see that God is doing something. Mm-hmm. So during the quarantine, um, there were some people that needed a place to stay and didn't have a place to stay. So we have Naidi, who's on the left-hand side. She stayed with us. And Sandra, who's in the middle, she stayed with us as well. So um, they were able to quarantine for us with us for a couple months. And there's us taking communion with the church online in the background. <laughs> so we had, like, some grape juice or apple juice or something. So we're taking communion. And, and um, that was good because we were able to... Um, the, to have some people in our home and also help people that they didn't have a place to go during quarantine. Maybe they were able to go in and out and do some things, but for Nidi, who's on the left-hand side, um, she w- was originally staying at a house um, that belonged to her brother, but her brother came back in and said, hey, you got to find a new place to stay. You can't stay with us. So um, she stayed with us. And then Sandra, she was living in a very hostile location during the quarantine, and it was pretty dangerous, so she ended up staying with us for a couple months. So we were able to help people that didn't have a family find kind of a family for a season and also help other families that maybe they were struggling with their groceries and help them out um, with whatever we could, and that was very special as well. I'm not sure. And then the last one is just a goofy (laughs) video um, where... Lucho and all the kids, after they were able to, you know, finally get out of quarantine, they all went on a Saturday to go work out, and they did this little dance video. So we have this here. Yeah, it's just goofy. There's nothing spiritual about it all. It's just having fun. Um, it's it's very beautiful. Um, so that's that's the fun video. <clears throat> so, yeah. So I just wanted to mention a couple things that um, that the Lord did. Um, We were able to bless several Venezuelan families with baby clothes um, because a lot of Venezuelan families did not have access. Normally, they would be able to be on the streets to beg. That sounds horrible, but it is true. Um, Right now, because of the situation in Venezuela, a lot of Venezuelans had been coming into Colombia to get help, um, and a lot of them had been begging on the streets. But when the quarantine happened, like... No one's on the streets, so how are they going to get what they need? So we were able to get in contact with another Venezuelan um, pastoral family who's actually staying at our house right now, taking care of that house that we stay at in Colombia. Um, They're staying at our house, so we're blessing them that way. And they were able to help us when we gave them the baby clothes, um, help distribute the baby clothes to people that they knew that were actually in need. So that was was really special and very important. And then during the quarantine, we had... um, we were doing groups with Colombia and with Europe for a while. So that was awesome because Europe was in the tight lockdown in the beginning as well. Um, <clears throat> so just recently, they've had um, three more shutdowns, extreme shutdowns within the last four weeks. So last night, all the girls were like, we have nothing to do. It's Friday night and we're locked in again. So we had a little time with them all and it was really fun. And then it um, is going to let up again, I think, on Tuesday. So it is very um, taxing. On people. So I know that people, when they say shut down, they're, oh, yeah, I can stay in my home. No, it's not like that. Like, 
when they finally started letting up on the rules, they would say, okay, what's the last digit of your identification number? Okay, you can go shopping for groceries on Tuesday. That was like the only legal day that you could be in the street and you could go shopping. You know, it's not like, oh, we're shut down, stay in our homes, you know, restaurants aren't open. It's a little, a little more than that. <laughs> so um, it's been very taxing on the people, but um, a lot of people, because we have opened up these opportunities for Zoom, uh, one of the girls said, I've grown more in the past couple months in the Lord than I have in the last 10 years in the Lord. So it's been just accelerated growth, families coming to the Lord that they were like, I never thought my family would come to the Lord. This one girl, her name's Sarah. Oh, I should have shown who she was, but um, she said that, you know, she's been really been praying for her family to come to the Lord, and she's been trying to do everything to make them come to the Lord, <laughs> and it just wasn't happening, and she was getting frustrated, and she goes, you know, and then we started these Bible studies, and I don't know if God was changing me or God was changing them or both, but now all my family's come to the Lord, <laughs> so that was so beautiful, so I love seeing salvations and physical healings and just God moving, um, so the Lord is definitely moving in Columbia. Um, it's been a very beautiful season and, um, and we're just, we're, we're very thankful to the Lord, what he's done. And we're very thankful for all of you who have been praying for us, who have been, um, attentive, who have been supporting us. Thank you so, so much. Um, you guys make a lot of this happen. And I know that when you guys go to heaven, there's going to be special crowns that you didn't even know you're going to get <laughs> because you were part of this, you know, and what's this Lord? These are all the souls you help get saved. I don't remember talking to any of those people. Oh, when you helped out Raymond Lucho, these are part of your harvest. Oh, I know that's going to happen to a lot of you guys. So thank you so, so much. Um, I did want to share a word. Um, I don't want to go too long, but it is something that I felt from the Lord to share with you guys this morning. I said, Lord, what would you like to share with Othello today? There's um, so many things happening. This is a new year. It's a new season. Um, and the Lord spoke to me about spirit-led words. So I said, hmm, spirit-led words. Okay. And he's talking about partnering with what he is saying and making sure that we are declaring what he is saying here on earth. And um, I know most of you guys know Proverbs 8.21 that says, The tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love it will eat its fruit. So we know that our words are giving fruit. We know we want to do specifically um, partner in such a way that our words are giving life, producing spirit-led, power-filled words intentionally and not half-heartedly. Um, but it's so easy to fall into just um, reactionary emotions, you know, because there's so many situations that are happening. And this is the word that I, this is one of the words that I felt for this house. It's Psalms 126, 4 to 6, and it says the following. Restore our fortunes, O Lord, like streams in Negev. Those who sow in tears will reap with songs of joy. Those who go out weeping, carrying seed to sow, will return with songs of joy, carrying sheaves with them. So I felt like 2020 for a lot of people was just a year of sowing a lot of, 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 of seeds of tears. Um, and uh, it's easy to fall into the trap of, oh, thank God, 2020 is over. That was like the worst, you know. But we don't want to curse those seeds that we're sowing because <laughs> those little tears, those are seeds and God wants to produce a harvest out of them. So those seeds that we have sown, we want to bless them. And it says here, <clears throat> those who sow in tears will reap. 
and we'll not just reap anything, but we're going to be reaping songs of joy. If we're singing songs of joy, it's because something good has happened. <laughs> it's not because we're going, you know, from, from bad to worse. It's because God is doing something. And when we're carrying these seeds to sow, it says afterwards, we'll return not with just songs of joy, but carrying sheaves with them. So that means there's a harvest, even when we're crying out to the Lord, when, we're, when we've sowed so many tears and there's a lot of, why did this happen? I don't understand this. And here, this is what's going on, Lord. And there's just all these tears in the ground. And we just want to say, that was the worst. Bye. Don't curse that. Don't curse those seeds. Don't speak negative to those seeds. Those seeds have a purpose and those seeds um, need to accomplish something. So we want to make sure that we're partnering with life-giving words so that those seeds will bring about that beautiful harvest. And all of a sudden we're carrying these sheaves. We're carrying these bundles of, of harvest and being like, oh, wow, God, when did this happen? <laughs> well, when you cried in tears, when you were pouring out your heart, when you were even hurt and you were crying, even pain and suffering, I was there and I was making sure that that was going to give you a harvest to bless you, not to curse you and to give you that hope, to give you that future that um, Pastor David was talking about this morning. So that was something that the Lord really talked about is make sure you don't curse the seeds that you sowed in 2020. Make sure that you bless what was sown so that something good will come out of that. And he knows that everything works out to be for something good because all of us, I believe we are called according to his purposes and we love the Lord. So those that are called according to his purposes, those that love the Lord, all things work for our good. So God is doing a working. He's making something happen. And maybe we don't understand it all, but when we have it in our hands, we're going to be like, oh, now I understand. So sometimes there is a process between um, what we sow and then when we actually reap. So I wanted to encourage you guys that. And um, <clears throat> the Lord gave Lucho and I a scripture. We were praying with, our, with the group. We said, you know, let's all pray for a scripture this year. That God would, And this is something Lucho and I do every year. We pray and we say, Lord, what is the scripture that you want to give us this year? That will be that word that we will cling to during the whole entire year. And this year we said, and give us a scripture for every single month as well. So that's what we did with our group, and they were loving it. And, and I would encourage you guys to do that, too. If you haven't, spend some time with the Lord and say, Lord, what is the scripture verse that you want to give me for 2021? What's that word that's going to be the anchor to help me get through whatever situation so that when it's hard, I can say, that's what the Lord spoke to me. I'm not going to be moved because God said this, and he fulfills his word. So um, one of the words that the Lord gave to us for January... Um, is in Habakkuk 1.5, and it says, Look at the nations and be amazed, for I am going to do something in our late days that you would not believe even if, I were, if, even if you were told. So the Lord wants to speak to you about everything. He wants to give you a word for you, for your family, um, for 2021, for your job, for every situation. There's not anything that the Lord doesn't want to speak to you about. He wants to speak to you about everything. And, um, and he's excited to do it. So he's just waiting for us to, okay, Lord, here I am. And I love that you guys are during, um, doing a fasting and prayer time right now. And I think what you guys are sowing during fasting and prayer, you guys are going to reap during the whole year. That's something so, so important. Um, so when God does speak to you, make sure you write it down. When you feel that quickening in your heart, like that's a good word, write it down. Okay, Lord, you're speaking this to me about 2021. Okay, I want to write it down. And um, 
ask the Lord questions. I was talking to the Lord about what should I say here? And he's like, tell them to ask me questions. And I said, okay. So ask the Lord questions. <laughs> because if he's saying ask him questions, it's because he wants to give you answers. Um, and I said, okay, well, what kind of questions? Lord, he's like, tell them to ask me anything. What are you saying about my family? And I said, okay, uh, Lord, what are you saying about families? And he gave me 2 Peter 3, 9 that says, the Lord is not slow in keeping his promise, as some understand slowness. Instead, he is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. So that's what he's saying about your family. He's saying um, he's giving your loved ones time to come to him. He's saying he wants them to be saved. He's saying that he wants to declare salvation for your whole family. And it's his will because it's in his word. So when you're praying, pray out the word of God. Get that scripture verse and say, Lord, you said to me about my family, 2 Peter 3, 9, I believe this for my family. I believe this for my household. I believe this for my family. And when we start doing that, we're partnering with his heart and explosion just happens in the spiritual realm and it causes things to happen and it accelerates times and seasons for us. So we want to be on the side of accelerating the things and not detaining what God wants to do. Because sometimes our word can kind of, our words can kind of stop God wants to do. He's getting ready to do something, and we're going like this, ah, complaining, or going like this, speaking negative about something, or going like this, and all those beautiful seeds that are sown in tears are like, okay, we want to start working here. Don't, don't stop the process. Something's being fertilized. Something's happening. You know, so don't dig it up before it's ready. Let it set. Let it do its job, and bless what God's already trying to do in your life and what he's already done in your life. So then I said, okay, Lord, well, what are you talking about for 2021? And this was part of the one that he spoke, um, and I think it's for this house. And it says, it's from Isaiah 60, 20 to 21. It says, <clears throat> your sun will no longer go down, nor will your moon withdraw itself. For the Lord will be an everlasting light. And the days of your mourning will be ended. Also, your people will all be righteous. They will inherit the land forever the branch of my planting, the work of my hands, so that I may be glorified. A little one will become a thousand, and a small one a strong nation. I, the Lord, will hasten it in its time. So I was looking at this, and I'm seeing the Lord having that everlasting light, illuminating situations, illuminating, um, <clears throat> it says everlasting light, and the days of your mourning will be ended. And there's certain things that people have been grieving about, and God's bringing an end to that, you know, there might be a night season where we are, you know, sowing in tears, but joy comes in the morning. And we have to be very careful not to fall into depression um, because of a uh, uh, dark night of the soul. <laughs> so the enemy would like to play with our emotions and make something feel like it's going to be forever. Um, but the word gives us hope, and the word says something differently. And here it says that your mourning will be ended. That's a promise from the Lord. I didn't make that up. That's what his word says. And, and it talks about exponential growth and harvest when it says one will become a thousand and a small one a strong nation. And I, the Lord, will hasten it. So the Lord is doing something. He's moving. So we, want, we really want to partner with that. In Psalms 147, 2 and 3 says, the Lord builds up Jerusalem. He gathers the exiles of Israel. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. So the Lord is building up. He's gathering. <laughs> That's my son in the background. He's building up. He's gathering. He's healing. He's binding wounds. Oh, thank you, baby. Yeah. Go keep playing, baby. You're having a great time. <laughs> so, um, 
I was just talking to the Lord, um, and he was about maybe us doing some corporate confessions this morning. I'm not sure if you guys have done any corporate confessions recently, but that's when we just start speaking into existent things that need to occur in our lives. And we just let our words make a way because our words are powerful. God created the world with words. Um, so words are easy to use all the time, but sometimes we don't realize what we're doing with them. They're like explosive bombs, you know. <laughs> if we're trying to get through um, a, a mountain that's rocky and we need to get through it, we want to put those in there and create, you know, paths, but we don't want to destroy crops that are trying to grow up with those explosive words. So we need to take those explosive words and put them to the right purposes to fulfill the right plans for our lives. So um, remember what Mark eleven twenty three says. It says, truly I tell you, if anyone says to this mountain, says, there's the key word, if anyone says to this mountain, go, throw yourself into the sea, and does not doubt in their heart, but believes that what they say will happen, it will be done for them. So um, your mountain knows your voice. You know, there's some mountains that need to get out of the way in our lives, but it has to hear your voice to start moving. So we need to start speaking some things that help those things be removed, and also to put other things into motion that are not in motion right now in our lives. So if you want to, stand on your feet. We're going to start declaring and decreeing positive things. Over. If you can't stand on your feet, I totally understand too. Stand in your heart. Because <laughs> I understand, you know, I got a little one here, and sometimes it's easy to get tired. Um, so let's speak some words of life, and let's declare what the Lord says. So um, if you want to, you can repeat after me. I will speak. speak. Spirit-filled. And spirit led words. I will bless the seed sown in 2020 and reap a harvest of joy with sheaves. He will restore just like streams, there will be a continual flow. We will eat the fruit of life. And not, and not death, because we are sowing life, we are sowing life. With, our with our words. We will see, we will see the, salvation the salvation of our family. Our we, will we will see exponential growth, exponential growth and, harvest. and harvest. The Lord is illuminating, Lord is illuminating. situations and giving me supernatural wisdom. The morning is coming to an end. A little one will be a thousand, and a small one, a strong nation. 2021, God is moving on my behalf, on my family's behalf, and behalf of my nation. His purposes, his will, his plans will be done in my life. What he does, no one can undo. This is set in motion today. 2001 is a new year with new clear vision, not blurred by the past but blessed 
by his presence. Amen. So those were some very specific things the Lord put on my heart to share with you guys this morning. Um, so spirit-led words. That is, that is what we want to do this year. Spirit-led words. Partner with his spirit. Hear his voice. Speak out what he says. And, um, and see his glory. Because when we speak what he says, his glory comes. You know, because that's part of who he is. Him and his word, you don't separate them. You know, They're, they go together. Um, and I just feel like um, there has been a, a, a very tough season for several people. But this is, a, you are in a good season. As we say in Spanish, estás en las buenas. You're, you're in the good of it, you know. You're not in the thick of it, the, the negative stuff. You're in the good of it, you know. And um, we don't see with our natural eyes the way other people see. We see with our spiritual eyes. And because we see with our spiritual eyes, we can set things into motion and see God do miracles and signs and wonders. Um, so we, my parents and I, my husband and I, we would love just to minister to you guys this morning um, and have a time just praying for those who want prayer. Um, we might end up prophesying over some people that um, that um, have some words here. Baby, can you algo in tu corazón? Okay, mom and dad, did you have something before we shift into ministry? I want to give you that opportunity. Okay, so what about if we just um, raise our hands and say, Holy Spirit, do whatever you want to do. Here we are. We're ready. And we are listening. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So we just want to open up the altar. If you just need some encouragement, just come on up here. We would love to pray for you. If you have a specific illness in your body, we believe that Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. We believe that by his stripes we are healed. We believe that nothing's impossible for the Lord. So if you are struggling with an illness in your body, just come up forward. We'd love to pray for you. Um, and we just want to give this time... Um, make this time available for those who would love to have personal ministry so um, here we are at the altar don't be shy come on up um, and Lord we just thank you for what you're going to do we thank you for the word that was spoken today let it be a good seed in hearts Father God and let it reap a harvest Lord Jesus we thank you for your love and your presence in Jesus name.